0: Hello, and welcome to the Spooky Chris Podcast. As I record this, it is early June, so welcome to June 2021, friends. Uh, it's a very strange time because with so many of the restrictions from the pandemic lifting, we're starting to see each other's faces again, which, I don't know that's necessarily a good thing, but, you know, it's a thing. Um, it takes a lot of getting used to, to be sure. Um, I'm still trying to come to terms with that after so long, um, living under the restrictions of the pandemic. Uh, the reason I wanted to record this podcast was this last Friday, uh, The Conjuring, uh, The Devil Made Me Do It hit, and it made me kind of want to talk about The Conjuring films. And it's interesting. Because I I can't say I loved the newest Conjuring film. It's not bad. It is it is entertaining. It is well made. Um, it's always a delight to watch Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga, um in those roles. Uh, I just I have a, a bunch of issues with the film itself the mythologizing of two people that were real people um is strange to me. We do it all the time. But they're making you know, they went from kind of telling these these embellishing stories that these folks had to kind of really, really embellishing them and kind of they're turning them into kind of like supernatural superheroes. Um at least with this newest one, and that, that really didn't ring true with me, didn't ring kind of, didn't connect with me for sure. Um, a lot of creepy sites, a lot of interesting things. It's, it's funny, this series, um, and its funny reliance on kind of the satanic panic of the past. And this, this, like, oh boy, these satanic cults, and they're up so no, no good, and they're doing all these things, and oh my gosh, and, you know, If you (laughs) go by these films, boy oh boy, there were satanic cults everywhere and witches and you know black the black witches and all these these factions of evil again kind of super shadowy. Um. So it's it's interesting. Um. But saying all that again, that's not my favorite. Um. (coughs) It's interesting that. gosh, sorry it still stands as a better horror film of late Um, and and, you know, there are some great horror movies coming out, absolutely Um, but when you think of horror and let's throw away this elevated horror nonsense that we hear like oh, well it's elevated horror which is someone trying to pander to the fans while Kind of winking at everyone else, like it's not horror. We just say that for the, to get the, 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 un- unwashed in, in to uh, watch this stuff. Uh, the thing is that horror falls into so many genres. There's not a lot of horror that is about adults, um, that is about, certainly not a, you know, seemingly healthy, happy married couple or a couple in a relationship. It's always people's relationships falling apart or infidelity or, um, betrayal or just all of these, these issues. Um, Midsummer is a great example of that is it gets into the pathos of, of relationships. We don't often see adults, especially in horror, um, but then in healthy relationships. And in this case too, like something special about this the the main conjuring series uh is that the relationship between the two, between the Warrens, really they, you know, in, in this way they complete one another and they can only kind of do what they do together. And that's great. That's that's great. Um this Conjuring universe it's you know itself is hit and miss. Uh I love it though because again, like it has the it has that fun interconnectivity, um and each one kind of handles handles its own genre. The the Nun, which was really well made and really good, it just had a kind of weak ending, is gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. These movies are super well made, super gorgeous. James Wan has done a magnificent job of shepherding these um, you can tell he really, he does care and he's invested. Because um, they all look great. Um, these do not look like... You know, these don't look like cheap movies. Um, and they're not terribly expensive, per se. Um, you know, I don't think you'd call these high-budget films. But the fact that they all look good, that they they kind of make an effort to, to give these a look, is great. Um, the Nun was gorgeous uh and, and James Wan said it himself like it you don't see movies that look like that right now and it's a shame uh so much the one of the big problems of horror is that it apes itself so much um one something will get big and then everybody has to copy it um and that's the studiofication of everything is that studios are like oh hey uh that thing made money let's go, go make that um that's you know, so why we got a million Blair Witch ripoffs and blah 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 paranormal activity ripoffs, etc. Uh, so, so you don't see a lot of like interesting kind of horror movies that are their own things now. Um, you know, if you do, they're sequelized, which is fine, as long as there's enough story to tell. Uh, the interesting thing with the, the Conjuring is that there are stories to tell. I, I wish that it was about a. Fict- fictional couple, so that you could do whatever, so that it doesn't feel weird that, again, that they're kind of become superheroes, and that there's all these, like, it feels like, like, well, I don't think things went this way, um, I don't know that we needed it to be about someone specifically, and maybe we did, maybe, maybe people needed, oh my gosh, it really happened, I don't know. um, you know, like the Annabelle movies are kind of up and down, but those are interesting. Like, all of the, uh, the facets of this, this universe are interesting. The, the weak link of all of them was Yayarona. And it's still a beautiful movie. It still has moments. It just... it didn't belong. And it's one of those where, in trying to kind of create this universe... Uh, they're trying to tie too many things to it, and I think they, even now, like, it seems as if they've kind of realized that and are not, it, it's, it's, it's a, yeah, we don't talk about that. It's, it's the, the, the kid in the family they don't talk about. Because if you were gonna make it a universe, everything should kind of come from the Warren's, uh, war chest of evil, as it were, like the room. It should be something, you know, like, stories about them that would be that to me is 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 super interesting and that would make things it ties it to the universe you don't have to have the warrants in, in everything like you you could have like a moment of like oh god let me tell you about this thing um but it would be interesting like there's a lot of the things that are interesting and the, the, the you know like animal got into some of that for sure but That would be one way to do it. Um, It was funny, I was was talking to somebody because they were talking about making a Crooked Man movie and I was like, well, that's great, but the Crooked Man was, uh, and this is if you're not a fan of the movies, I'm sorry this is just deep dive stuff but the Crooked Man didn't necessarily exist because it was just another facet of Valak and I thought for a second that they were going to make Valak kind of the big bad of everything. But it seems as if she has banished Valak, so it's just... And that was, I think, something, too, that in the newest Conjuring, is there wasn't kind of a a big bad. It was, I mean, there was, but there wasn't. I don't want to spoil anything, but it didn't feel the same. Uh, The stakes didn't feel the same. Uh, I'm going to give it a second watch just to kind of see how I feel. Um, But again, like, the thing is this. You don't even have to love the movies to, to you should, but you should appreciate the fact that these are well-made horror films that are PG-13 so anyone can watch them. Um generally, I uh it seems like The Nun was an R, but generally they are are I thought made for all ages. Um, but they are about adults. Um they're not c- cynical, they are not hateful, they're not um, mean. And they're creepy they're genuinely creepy and they're they're very well made and horror needs that um that's what we forget, like you know the, the true blue dyed in the wool like oh well hardcore horror, you know, and the the folks that only like foreign horror because that's the hardcore stuff or that's you know they, they like it because it's different, or the people that only like the underground stuff because that's real or you know whatever, whatever your kind of fetish is um holistically as as you know as a whole horror is more healthy when there's a broad spectrum of stories that's why we need the stories of people of color and people with differing backgrounds and viewpoints and and sexualities and all of the, all of it we need because we need to hear all of these stories because there are so many scary stories we don't hear um it's great that so much um world cinema has begun to influence Uh, horror, American horror. Um, Because we're getting to see stuff, you know, stories coming here that wouldn't otherwise, you know, thanks to services like Shudder. And so they're released here, or we're seeing the influence of foreign horror on American horror. Like the good influence, not the, oh, hey, let's rip that off influence. Um, And it's great. We need to see... Um, something other than a guy in a mask slashing teenagers. We need to see more than naked naked teenagers, you know, having sex and smoking dope and getting killed. Um, that's what makes horror healthy. That's why it's been great that Jordan Peele came, you know, you know, came in on the scene is because he's he's doing stories that weren't being told about, you know, about people that weren't being having stories told about them and. That's, again, that's what's special kind of about The Conjuring, again, is that they are stories that, yeah, they're, they're spook house stories. They are ghost stories. But they are about a couple. And and it's fun because these are two people who want to do these movies, who have fun doing these movies, who have fun in the characters. They're not slumming. They don't act like they're slumming. They don't talk to about the movies or the fans as if they are slumming. It is great. It's great to have actors that are genuinely good actors that want to do these. That's rare. And again, like I think we've become accustomed kind of to the factory mentality of churning out this stuff. Like, oh that got that's popular. Let's churn another one of those out. That's popular. Let's turn that out. And it's nice again to see something Sincere and, uh, you know, having not seen the newest Quiet Place, it is again nice though to see a film made with heart, with, you know, actors that you know that are good actors that want to do this, um, and don't feel like they're slumming. We all want to see the young directors and young filmmakers, or, you know, actors and you know, filmmakers and everything, because they are the next generation. But it's always also nice to start seeing adults in movies of for adults or about adults. You know we toss aside so many actors because they get too old and it's ridiculous um, and same with filmmakers, same with directors, and horror is a place that should embrace everyone because it's 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 the 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 Genre of the Outsider. And I'm excited to, to have, I'm happy to have The Conjuring movies. Even if they're not always hitting every note perfectly, it still sounds pretty good to me. Uh, I, I'm curious to see what they'll do with it next. I hope you are well, friend. You take care. Keep keeping on. We are almost through this thing. Take care. If you want to hear more podcasts, read any of my blogs or Check out any of my two dozen books. Go to SpookyChris.com. Take care. Bye.